At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Tuesday morning, January 22nd, 2019. It is the Beating the Book podcast, but not just any Beating the Book podcast. It is the one that you've all been waiting for. And I say that kind of bittersweetly because, you know, bust my ass preparing for all the sports ones throughout the calendar year. But this is the one that everybody talks about. It's the eighth annual, the eighth annual Vegas Lifestyle Podcast, A Man's Guide to Sin City. It's the same crew from every year. We talk about all kinds of things in Vegas uh, for your trip that you're planning to Sin City. Sports books reviews, restaurants, steakhouses specifically. And then, of course, it all crescendos into Ace's moment where he talks about the underbelly of Las Vegas. But not just talk about, gives you actionable underbelly information. So we look forward to that. As always, Marco D'Angelo from Wager Talk is here. Ace is here out of the sports betting diaspora. And our guest every year on this show, he writes the Edge Vegas blog. You can find him on a variety of Vegas websites. Meltzer like seltzer. Mark Meltzer. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are you, man? Thanks for doing this again. I am very, very well. I have a, another large cup of coffee next to me. I'm ready to roll. Ready <laughs> to learn some things from Ace. <laughs> yes, we all are. Marco, you ready to do this? People want to know the opinion of a former butcher. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Ace, you're the man that obviously this all falls to at the end. Yeah, that just all all this uh, anticipation. I don't want anyone disappointed. I mean, <laughs> I, they could need to go back and listen to the last couple of years. There's a lot of actionable knowledge, and I know, you know, as far as tricking, it's an evolving sport. It changes with the times, but still – there's the all the info still actionable today and what yeah. i'm going to discuss today is more of what a culture shift that i'm seeing that i'm not very happy about oh. and i just want to want to take care of the fellas so they don't fall into some traps so okay well that's very kind of you it's a public service yeah in past years just to let people know please don't forward through the rest of this podcast to get to this but in past years uh ace has told us about uh sort of the value plays 
with your adult entertainment. Uh, he's told us how to get over on cabbies, which is always nice. And then last year, what was that depraved shit you were talking about last year? <laughs> I don't even, I don't even uh, want to repeat no, it. About how you could take advantage of it being a buyer's market now with all the freelancers out there. I mean, dude, they, you could get such great deals. There's, I mean, there's so many young ladies that are just looking for school books or stuff like okay. that that you can help. Okay, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot. Please don't okay. take that the wrong way. Uh, and no disrespect uh, at all. Okay. It's mutually beneficial for both parties. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I believe just saying, you have a lot of selection out there. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. Last year we learned not to fall for the GFE is what my takeaway was. Oh no! That that this year is is a, is, is a deep dive into that. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. The later. GFE, of course, for everybody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows, obviously, GFE stands for the girlfriend experience. Yeah, and, and I, honestly, there's going to be a, a small discussion about that because of what I'm seeing, I'm not very happy. So <laughs> an angry ace brings it yeah. to a segment today. All right, let's start though with uh, sports books. Actually, even before we get to that, Mark, uh, we always start with you. People who want to come into town for either the Super Bowl or March Madness. Obviously, this is the first year where we've done this show where legalization has happened. So there are other options in other jurisdictions, right? Mississippi, New Jersey, on down the line. There's still nothing like Vegas. And if they're coming to Vegas, a bunch of buddies, let's say, from around the country, what do they have to know about planning for those events? Or is it too late already? It's definitely not too late. And uh, just to address sort of the national picture... It seems like people are still excited to come to Las Vegas for like their annual trip during the Super Bowl and during March Madness. Sure, there's going to be people staying in New Jersey and Mississippi and other places where you can gamble, but people are still taking, and a large majority of people are still taking that annual trip because it's a bros trip. You know, it's a good time for a lot of people, like you said, large groups. Where are you going to go? So some of the some of the better free that are not get the free parties that are not guaranteed entry are off the strip. You have the South point. Um, they throw my favorite, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby party, the same massive ballroom. They have banquet tables, betting stations, cheap drinks, cheap eats. Um, in downtown Las Vegas, you have the downtown Las Vegas event center. It's sort of an indoor outdoor thing, depending on how they have it configured for the Super Bowl, But, it's also free general admission. You could also pay to reserve tables in quote-unquote man caves with couches and such. And then you, of course, off the strip, one of my favorite places to play a little bingo in Vegas is the Gold Coast. <laughs> they also set up a free party. So, um, And, of course, the Westgate. With the Superbook is great place to watch the game, but they also have the International Theater. They have a party from uh, a great Italian restaurant, Casa... I can't remember the last name of it. It's a very Italian place. Me, you, and uh, Marco <laughs> ate there. I Casa, I can't remember the last name of it. Marco. Casa de Amor. Casa de Amor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Glad you did your research for this. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I, I always forget the name of Casa de Amor for some reason, but it's a great party. It's almost $200 now, but you get a guaranteed seat and fantastic uh, Italian food. Um, for some paid parties, basically... Every restaurant has a Super Bowl party. So you're going to end up spending anywhere from $75 to $150 if you're on the Vegas Strip. Uh, a couple that I think stand out, 
Carmine's and Virgil's have all-you-can-eat food for $85 for five hours. If you need booze on top of that, you can get it for $150. Um, Carmine's is Italian food, family style. Virgil's is a uh, sort of an East Coast chain of a, um, of a barbecue restaurant. Not a specific type of barbecue, just sort of a little mishmash of every kind of barbecue they can get around the country. Uh, one of the more unique uh, Super Bowl parties I've seen is over at Brooklyn Bowl, where you can obviously bowl um, and watch the Super Bowl. So that's kind of fun to me. That's going to cost a lot of money. And, you know, sports books are my favorite place to watch huge events like this. However, because Vegas is so crowded, some of the books are charging to uh, reserve seats, like Caesars Palace, for example. You could sit in the hallway behind the bar for $109. Oh, it's an stop awful, it. It's an awful view. But, you know, <laughs> if you were there after the game and had the seats, you could watch people line up to go into Omnia, which is a whole <laughs> other issue. But the expensive seats, the VIP seats at the book there, are close to $1,000. Um, oh, the, my God. The normal seats that you get that you could just are first come, first serve are being held for a few hundred dollars now. So, you know, if you want to get into the sports books, you got to get there a few hours early and make sure that you're playing, staying at a place or going to a sports book that doesn't actually sell all their seats. And there's still plenty of those around Westgate. We mentioned, obviously, the Mirage has plenty of first come first serve seating and uh, other places are often on the strip. South Point book you could get into and everywhere that I mentioned with the free parties, Gold Coast um, and uh, Golden Nugget, the D, you know, pretty much anywhere you go, you can still get a free thing. And it seems like people are also looking forward to uh, March Madness to sort of touch on that. But we're still a little ways away. I think the PR people want to get as many people into seats at the Super Bowl and then they'll start promoting heavily the March Madness hit. The March Madness parties. All right, which usually ends up being a spillover venue, dedicated venue for March Madness. But as you say, uh, Super Bowl first, first things first. Way to sell uh, those standing room <laughs> across the hallway, behind the restaurant, terrible viewpoint, all for a hundred dollars. That's awesome. At you get Caesar's. A, hey, listen, you get two free drinks. You get two <laughs> drink tickets. Oh, there to, you go. To pick up a couple, you know, eight dollar beers. I just want to add one to. Uh, what Mark was talking about with Super Bowl parties. Don't forget the strip clubs. Um, Sapphire's having a big Super Bowl party, and if you're on social media, you may have run across uh, the uh, sports uh, darling uh, Cleats and Cleavage. She is going to be uh, hosting the Super Bowl party at Sapphire's. You can get a table uh, for uh, the basic, uh, just get you general admission uh floor table in the main room for $75, but if you want a VIP package, they start at $150 where you get uh, VIP seating. Uh, all of them come with the, uh, as they call their lavish tailgate buffet, uh, and then drinks are on top of that, and of course, uh, you'll have some girls for distractions in case the game's not going the way you like it to go. How the hell do you know all but, that? Well, see, you know, I actually got a media press release from uh, my writing of things that I write for Gaming mm. Today and stuff. So I'm on uh, several companies' PR list, and that was a press release uh, about Sapphire. So mm. hey, just to interrupt you guys. Sure you are. Just to interrupt you, I had 
one of the greatest Monday night football experiences at Sapphire. <laughs> so don't knock until you try it. Uh, they, they do at halftime these $1, like 10 second lap dances that are just amazing because there's nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> wow. 10 minutes into the podcast and you guys are the depraved ones so far. <laughs> Well, hey, we got we got to try to bring our A game, yeah. you know, to, to stay up with, uh, you know, the leader of the pack there. <laughs> so let's start with sports books then. So any new favorite sports books in town, or do you still have the old staples, Marco? Um, oh, I have the new one. Uh, you know, off, you know, there's strip and off strip. I mean, we we have to look at everything, you know, proportionally. Uh, guys coming to town, you know, they're all going to migrate to the strip but i tell you there's a lot of great places that if you want to jump in a cab or an uber it's you know less traffic and really nice properties uh we always talk about red rock in green valley ranch uh sister properties for stations those are two of the best off strip but i'm going to throw a new one in there and that's in mark in my neighborhood and actually uh aces as well a rampart um, they did a total redo about a year ago on their sports book, and I put them right in there with uh, Red Rock, uh, which is one of my you know absolute favorite off strip. It's not as big as Red Rock; it's a, it's a smaller book, but they have it set up where they've got you know ground level. If you could picture it, the normal sports book set up with you know stations for the horse people and you know comfortable leather chairs for the audience, but then. They have a second level that's a landing of tables, and I like that. You're looking right into the sports book. You can go get food and bring it back there. They've got one of the best delis in the city. And then they have a third level that is actually a bar, uh, elevated more. So no matter what level you're sitting at, you've got a, you know unobstructed view to all of the screens there. So I put that one in there, and I'm going to add one to this category this year. It's not actually a sports book. But, you know, a tip for guys coming to town for the Super Bowl or any weekend that you come here, with all of the books having mobile apps, the biggest myth is you have to live in Nevada. You don't. You just have to be stationary in Nevada while you're wagering. And what you can do when you come to town is deposit into wherever you want. I suggest a couple places so you have multiple outs. It takes as much time you know to set up an account five you know five to ten minutes max you have your account set up and then when you go to withdraw it's like just cashing a ticket out you can pull the money back out at the end of your trip uh, before you leave but what this does saves you headaches in a sports book because the lines are long especially Super Bowl Sunday but if you want to venture away from the strip and go someplace that doesn't have a sports book, but you want to have the sports book in your hand, I've got the place for you. And Mark's been there. I finally drug him there a couple times. Uh, they're a chain around town. Uh, I believe they're owned by the Dotties Corporation, but they're called Bourbon Streets. And they are the absolute coolest places to go sit down and watch games. I think it's the best setup. Hmm next to a sports book it is incredible if you get there early enough you can get a big leather couch but you've got to be there early uh but they have plenty of stools uh bar ledge uh tables all around but the video wall of games is unprecedented for a non-sports book and mark can chime in and say if i'm full of shit or not 
Uh, you know what? You might be full of shit, but not for this one. It's it's uh, the sports book. It looks like a sports book, the, the way the TV set up. I don't know how great it'll be for the Super Bowl, but it for NFL games on a Sunday or any, you know, baseball on a Saturday or whatever, it's definitely a great viewing experience. And it's definitely the best sports bar experience, I would say. And reasonable drinks reasonable drinks as well. Uh, that's the other thing, because they are a video poker bar as well, so they're making some of their money there if you venture into that. I've seen them around town. I have never ventured inside. That's good to know. I remember you talking about that once when we were driving around, Marco. Ace, any yeah. thoughts from you? No, as far as the, the coming out here like for the, the Super Bowl and all the parties and the Vegas books, you just can't go wrong. I mean, the bottom line, I get all the time asked, like on Twitter, and I appreciate it because I've been here 20-plus years, and, and people reach out, and they've never been here before, and they want to ask, like, where should they go, what should they do, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man, it's 2019. Everything's at your fingertips, and this is Las Vegas. Like, you can't go wrong. There are certain times of the year all you have to do is show up. You know what I mean? Like Fourth of July weekend, just show up. Memorial Day weekend, just show up. Super Bowl, just show up. March Madness, just show up. Everything's happening. Everything's going on. Like, no matter where you go, you pretty much can't go wrong. You know, like, for us locals, personally, you know, after you've seen 20-plus Super Bowls, I did all the, the going to parties, and because I played blackjack for those few years, and, and you get a lot of comps for doing that, I went to those nice Super Bowl parties, and they're great. I would never pay for it, and I urge everyone to never pay some of those you know crazy amounts to, to go see a, a, a game. I, shit, you could bet it. I mean, I'm going to go pay a dime when I could bet the dime. That, to me, that just don't make sense. You know, but me, again, though. some people, they don't mind that, but most of those high-end parties are, I'd say, nine out of ten people in them are, are invited guests and VIP guests, and nobody there is paying. And if you get invited to one of those, absolutely go. They are so worth it. My favorite sports books in town pretty much remain the same. I, I talk about Aria Sportsbook as being the most living room-like sportsbook. I happen to live next door, so for me, it's just sort of an expansion of my apartment. Uh, South Point, only 24-7 book in town. You have not lived until you are betting something like the World Baseball Classic or the Australian Open at 3 in the morning as the vacuum goes by you at the South Point Sportsbook. That's always a great experience. They have tons of uh, seats available for Super Bowl Sunday and beyond. I still think the Cosmo has the best screens in town, at least on the Strip anyway, for those coming in from out of town. Uh, Non-Vegas shout-out. I know this is the Vegas Lifestyle Show, but non-Vegas shout-out to Beau Rivage in Biloxi, which has this great Aria-like living room setting to their sportsbook. I know they're planning on some renovations down there. I wish they wouldn't. It's perfect as it is. It's such a great, comfortable sportsbook with couches and a bar that surrounds it, so it's just a, a wonderful setting down there. And then in New Jersey, in Atlantic City, shout-out to Ocean, Ocean Casino, it's a really strange casino because it's as if it's in an office building. You take this long escalator up to the casino floor, but the sports book itself is built where a nightclub used to be. So it is this spectacularly glitzy sports book with suites that hover above it where I guess you could have your own table at a club back in the day, you can actually watch sports and suites overlooking the main floor of the sports book. I know that casino just got sold. Hope they don't do anything with that sports book. It's very cool. And here in Vegas, we're about a year and a half, two years away from it. 
But Derek Stevens, who owns the D downtown, he's got a new hotel that's being built downtown called Circa. And the rendering of that sports book, which Meltzer was the first to show me, is sick. So sports books are definitely evolving in a way that we won't possibly believe until we see them with our own eyes in years to come. But you're already seeing some of that uh, at Ocean in New Jersey and in the future at Circa here uh, downtown Las Vegas. So Aria for me still is my favorite one in town. But if you want the big two pillars on each side of the strip, the Westgate on one side, the Superbook, and of course the South Point on the other, that's what I would recommend. Usually at this time of the show, we talk about day clubs and nightclubs. And gentlemen, there were years in the past where Lord knows I could give a dissertation on both subjects, specifically the day clubs. The days of rehab, though, for me are long gone. It seems like I've gotten old, boys. I'm an old man, so I can't really provide any insight that I haven't in the past on day clubs and nightclubs because my stupid D.C. friends come into town once a year, and they're like, let's go to the nightclub. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're 50 years old, for God's sake. Um, But we can shift it. This is your suggestion off air, Meltzer and Ace. Let's talk about weed. That's what we can talk about. (laughs) We're super educated about the subject of weed. Each of us in our own way. Mark, actually, let me let me talk to Ace first because Ace Ace said this. He said some of us knew about this before it was legalized. Uh, Ace, what is your experience? What would you recommend for those who are looking to to indulge in some weed here in a legalized state of Nevada? Slow your roll, number one. Like I understand, it's like if if you don't have the legalization in your state or you know the access to walk into a dispensary and choose what you want. Um, that it is like a kid at Christmas, you know, you have all these choices and you just want to try everything. Uh, but the first thing I want to say is slow your roll because this is a different level of the game. I mean, where they're taking weed these days is, is different than anything I grew up with and anything pretty much anyone I know grew up with. Um, bottom line is what you may be used to smoking, you're not used to what is available here. And what I mean by that is when I was growing up, we were smoking Mexican dirt, which was like, <laughs> you know, steed stems, you know, and a couple buds. And if you were lucky, there was like 8% THC. Uh, and that course. was if someone cut it with some poison, oh, you know, sure. and you got lucky and, and the poison fucked you up. Um, I mean, so obvious. But uh, otherwise, that's what you were dealing with. Then as you got older and you made some money and you, and you started betting across the country, you met some connects in Arizona or in California that, that had access to some chronic or some guys <laughs> out east that they were sending chronic to. And next thing you know, you're getting good bud. Um, but still, you're talking 20 25% THC level <sighs> if you're willing to pay top dollar back then. Right now, brother, you're talking, you could walk into a dispensary and get... Like uh, those disposable fucking um, vapor, vape, you know, vapor. Th- I even vape, and I don't even know what it's called. Though you know those vapor <laughs> devices and shit. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> you could walk in today, eighteen years old, however old it is, and and walk out having never smoked before, and they will sell you eighty percent THC, eighty five, ninety percent, you know, bud that got tested at that high mixed in with all kind of terpenes that the weed we grew up with did not have. And again, that's why emergency visits have increased. That's why calls to police have increased because, and, and let me throw this out there real quickly. No one has ever overdosed for marijuana. So you are not dying. You are just tripping and have a, are weak minded. So just chill out. It will pass. 
Do not call 911. You are not dying. You're not having a heart attack. You're not going to remain like this for the rest of your life, walking around like a moron. It will pass. Just give it time. Um, so, again, slow your roll. Take a couple hits. See how you feel. Enjoy the high. Don't be an asshole. You know what I mean? You ain't got to walk around smoking it and letting everyone know and, and making my city smell like marijuana everywhere I go. Fucking have some class. I don't do it to yours. Don't do it to mine. Um, <laughs> It's just getting old, dude. I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but with that said, but, you know, also know your limitations. Like if you've never had an edible, if you've never dabbed, oh. if you've never done stuff that, that is going to hit you in a way you've never been hit before, because especially when you eat edibles, edibles go through your liver, they're processed differently, the high is different, everything about it is different um, because it's processed in your liver, unlike smoking it, flour is, um, and even vaping or anything. So if you eat it, again, it, it's like weight. You know what I mean? Take a little bit. Start with 10 milligrams and wait. Don't go eat a 500-milligram fucking medical bar. You know, that, that's not what you want to do. It's going to ruin your trip. So start small. Wait an hour. Take another little piece. Like, just, like I said last year, like every year it's actionable info, but kind of repeating. In simple terms, just smoke like a fucking gentleman, dude. <laughs> do it like a gentleman. That's all. That's all. Whatever it is, if it's cocaine, <laughs> snort it. Don't okay. smoke it. Okay. Do it like a fucking uh, gentleman, okay. dude. All right. I'm Get just saying. <laughs> I, it's this generation, dude. And I mean, I'm 50 years. I'm almost 50 years old, dude, so I don't do that kind of, you know what I mean? Forget right. that. People can, think can what I they slow want. You down? I give a fuck. Can I slow you I'm down for a second? Not, but... <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm a health nut, he says. Uh, no, I, I you... take care of my body is what I mean. I work out. I eat well. I, you know what I mean? Because I'm old. Okay. Can you, can you point uh, them to a dispensary of your choice, perhaps? Oh, yeah. My favorite, honestly, and, and Marco knows, Apothecary up on the west side. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a little far from the strip. You know, but that's the uh, uh, high-end stuff, good stuff, um, you know, a, a classier people so and I, i'm not knocking the you know people are people but what i mean is because they 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 cater to a more upscale crowd and neighborhood um the stuff may be a little more expensive but the quality's 10x better you know what i'm saying uh, do i um so i i highly recommend the apothecary they know me well they're good friends <laughs> tell um, them tell them they uh, sent you they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me, sent you, they, they, you know. Uh, but otherwise, pretty much they all have most of the same products because they all buy from the same distributors, you know. And if you're a first-time buyer, they give you free shit. So if you're really cheap, just go place to place to place to place. You're going to end up with like 10 joints by the end of the afternoon. But, okay, you know, you're you done. that much free time. You're but, done. You know. All right, stop it. Okay. Each his own. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ace. That was very thorough. Uh, now, the gentleman like myself, uh, I go to a dispensary because my father, who's an old man, he's 85 years old, my father needs medical marijuana to make himself feel better, help himself go to sleep, so he asks me to buy him chocolate, which I do. Now, imagine me coming from the VEASAN studios. I got my laptop in hand. I've got my uh, work, work clothes on. I enter the New Leaf dispensary, which is right off strip, for those who are wondering if they're coming to the strip, right next to the win, New Leaf, and I go in there, and they're like, who is this dork? And um, they're like, is this, is, they're like is, is this for you, buddy? I'm like, no, it's for my dad. And uh, my only complaint, and I'm not sure if you find this to be the case at your neighborhood dispensary, is that they never have the same products in stock every subsequent time that I come. So I'm like, hey, you got that chocolate that I like for my dad? And they're like, nah, man, we're out of that. But we got this new chocolate. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll take that, I guess. They're like, I said, what happened to the old chocolate? They're like, I don't know. 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay. Uh, so they're real helpful, as you could tell, over at New Leaf. Uh, but it gets the job done, and then uh, I creatively get it to my father. Let's just put it that way. Ace, didn't you say you creatively get stuff to your family in Greece? Yeah, to my mom. My, mo- my mom. My mom's 71 in Greece, and, and I was there this summer for a month, and I brought um, CBD with me because CBD is awesome. I mean, I take it every morning. Um, it's just great anti-inflammatory. It, you know, we all have a cannabinoid system in our bodies. It replenishes it, so I'm, uh, I'm really high on, on CBD. I think there's a lot of health benefits no to it. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, but, but with that said, it, it, it's scientifically proven to work better if, if there's, it's, there's a touch of THC in it. And what CBD simply does is it, it's, it's, it's like the weed, but without the psychoactive um, ingredients to it is, you know, that's an idiot telling, trying to explain it to you. So, you know, you know, so give me a pass. But what I'm saying is what you could do is you could, if you do a ratio of CBD to THC of greater than 10 to one, meaning 10, 10 X CBD, one X um, THC, you're, you should feel it very slightly. And for my mom, I got her 20 X, you know, like 20 CBD and, and one X THC. So even less than 10 X. And she did, I mean, all it did was relieve fucking pain man and make yeah. her feel better well, I and know. since then I, I sent it out to her every month you know yeah. what i mean I said, i'm trying to do that for my dad it's like oh that's against the law helping our older parents so feel better was, the best thing i uh, was what i love is when you go outside a dispensary and you see the the mixed population there yeah. you see young people old people yeah. middle-aged people rich people poor people it's like so it just goes to show you man you can't like paint everyone with one brush I mean, that's no better example than take a picture in front of a dispensary of why you can't do that. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. envisioned. Exactly that. Gil, to uh, yeah, add baby, to he what, had a dream. Yes, Marco. Gil, to add what, uh, Gil, what Ace is saying, the 20 to 1 ratio CBD, I would highly recommend that for you to uh, send a bottle to your dad. And the reasons for mm-hmm. I can atte- I can attest to it to, as well. It, I avoided a surgery uh, thanks to CBD. Um, and the 20 to 1 ratio is, is the perfect because it's not going to uh, – 20 to 1 won't give you a blood test of actually having marijuana in your system because of the minute amount of it. But for somebody that has pain and inflammation, it does take that away, and it will help your dad sleep. And the benefit of that versus the chocolate bar is the chocolate bar takes whatever time it takes to get into your system as an edible with the CBD drops, you're actually putting the drops under your tongue and gets into your bloodstream um, almost immediately. And, uh, and just to add real quickly, that if you're ever really messed up, like seriously, if you ever get too high, um, that's what you need. Like, shoot, like that's why if you have THC, I mean, just straight CBD laying around, um, you should always have it laying around. Like, let's say you, you just smoked and all of a sudden you get a phone call and you got to go to work or something, you take, you take that syringy thing of, of CBD and drop it under your tongue, by the time you get to work, you're straight. All right. No, seriously, that's what it does. It, it counteracts the psychoactivity of THC is, is exactly what it does. I don't dispute anything you guys are saying, and I appreciate uh, the advice, Marco. I'm not going to be able to sell my dad off the chocolate into drops, believe me. He's just not built that way. But <laughs> but uh, I, if you guys had been one-third as passionate about nightclubs and day clubs in the past as you all are about weed, good Lord, man, you guys know your weed. Jesus. Can I, give you, legalize hey, it. Can I offer you some uh, yeah. legalese? Yeah. Yes. Some pl- really boring <laughs> Please. Really boring stuff. Please. So you have to be 21 
to purchase weed legally in Nevada. Thank you. Or Las Vegas. Thank God there's an adult uh, in the room. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> it's legal to purchase, but yes. not legal to use in public. Correct. That is so that is a key could, point. So you can you could buy legal marijuana, but you can't use it inside of a casino legally. So there might be some kind of uh, smoking lounges uh, popping up in Las Vegas later this year, but technically you're not supposed to use it, even if it's inedible that people can't detect. Legally, in quotes, of course, um, you're not allowed to use it. However, allegedly people buy mints and just pop them while they're playing blackjack. Um, you know, allegedly, of course. But 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 to your point, you're not allowed to smoke a blunt at the blackjack table. So don't exactly. tell, so don't tell us we told you Just to do, do that. Do it like a gentleman, man. Keep it simple. That's yeah. all. You're also not allowed legally to send medical marijuana to your grandmother in Greece or your father in DC. I just want to point that out as well for those who at home. Very good. Hey, one la- one last tip for visitors. Uh, you know how we always talk about the apps, uh, you know, as far as sports betting and being able, you know, to shop for the best line and everything. There is an app you can download for your smartphone. I've been told this. Um, <laughs> for It's called Weed Maps, and it has, yes. all, of the, has all of the local uh, mm-hmm. distilleries, uh, dispensaries, I should say, not distilleries, dispensaries, and you can actually shop online. You can look and see what you, what you want because prices do vary around town for the same product and you will find the closer you are to the actual strip the more you're going to pay because of that convenience factor of being right there on on the strip there are a lot of places just off strip that are very good um a new one that opened up here that is it's the one of the largest in the world it's it's almost like a nightclub walking into it uh but it's called planet 13 and it's as we like to refer to, Gil, it's in the G-String District. You are just a uh, left-hand turn away from going to the Rhino when you leave the uh, wow, Planet wow. 13. Why do you point me but, out uh, when you talk about the G-String District? Like I'm, like, I'm in the know. You know it, Gil. The G-String District. <laughs> well, we used to go to uh, uh, Mark, myself, and uh, Joe Fortenbaugh. We went uh, to a barbecue joint that we said hey it's in the g-string district and uh, everybody knows where that's at okay throw ford and ball under the bus that's great what do you see yeah, um all right can we get off weed god damn it you guys know a lot about weed jesus no, I, there's uh there's actually one more thing let me touch please, on for please, you please for the legal weed okay for anybody that's on the strip and wants to get yeah the uh closest to the strip is actually on the strip there's a place across from essence or a place across the street from SLS and uh, what do you call it? The Stratosphere. Called, yep. called Essence. Yeah. And um, and that's just the only one on the strip. And like Marco said, and like you said, you know, you could go a block or two off the strip and get plenty. And that Planet 13 place is out of control. It's amazing. And Apothecarium has the best stuff that I've <laughs> been able to find. So. It's amazing to me that I knew about the one across the stratosphere and mine, New Leaf, and I knew about weed maps. I've used all these things to hook up my dad. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm sitting here nodding to all of this. Like, yeah, no, this is good information, solid information. I have uh, some hot breaking news for you if you want. Please. Uh, I just got an email about the Cosmopolitan uh, March Madness parties. It is open bar. They have a single day pass for Saturday only for $150 with open bar. They have Thursday and Friday single day passes for $225 for open bar. 
and a three day pass for Thursday through Saturday for four seventy five total. There you go. That just came. There you in. Go. That's the hot news. There you go. Hot off the press. I'll be in the front, front and center with Felica. Come by, say hi. Don't come by and say hi when there's a buzzer beater about to happen, though. If you could just do that much, we'd appreciate it. Can you come by and say hi if you're high? <laughs> That's allowed as that is allowed as well. I will say this about March Madness, and you guys will corroborate this from a weather standpoint. Uh, whenever I didn't used to live in Vegas, and me and my buddies would meet here in Vegas for March Madness, we always took it for granted that we'd be able to go to the pool every day. The last two years, the weather has been such where it is not pool weather for March Madness anymore, week one or two in Vegas. So the weather patterns are shifting. Absolutely check the weather, because uh, if you think you're hanging out at the pool all day long during March Madness, might not be the case come mid-March or whenever those first two weekends are this year for uh, the big dance. Best show in town, I still say Absinthe. Anybody want to dispute that? Nope. Not out, still up there is mine. That definitely. Unless you want to see like uh, uh, Celine Dion before it's over, uh, Britney Spears, uh, oh. Lady Gaga. Like those are amazing well, that's shows, different. obviously, but. Yeah, music is different. But as far as a production Broadway type thing, I agree. Yeah, music. This my favorite single thing about living in Vegas is what you just touched on, Ace, which is I will go see everything because Me too, Gil. Me yeah, too, man. I, like I have no shame whatsoever. Barry Manilow's at the Westgate. I'm in. I went and saw Cher, man, not long ago, bro. So I'm all over it. Yeah, and I'm the dude singing like a dork because that is the beauty of Las Vegas. And and whatever trip you take here, definitely check to see what residency is in play. Uh, Gwen Stefani is excellent at Planet Hollywood. I never thought I'd say that about Gwen Stefani. Her show is great. Probably better than all the other shows that have been there. Better than Britney. Better than J-Lo. Better than Lionel. Though Lionel Richie's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Who am I forgetting? Backstreet Boys. I've seen them all. I'm serious. I've seen them all. Haven't seen I'm Ga- interested in Lady Gaga's because she yeah. always puts on such a good production. You know, I mean, I'm not, I don't really know her music all that well. You know, probably not well at all, but right. still, I, I, I love the production of it. Like the show, the experience experience personally i went and saw phantom like three or four times here i'm not a huge gaga fan but she has two different types of shows people should know she's got her standard big concert with all the uh bells and whistles and then she does this sort of jazz acoustic show so make sure if you're going to gaga that you get the right one depending on uh the date that you have selected but vegas is all about music this weekend i just look up uh, and comedy. Like this weekend, I'm going to Tiffany Haddish one night, and I'm going to Anderson Pack the next. R&B people will know who Anderson Pack is. Like it's just, I can't wait. Phenomenal weekend. So that's the beauty of living in Vegas. The Win has all these residencies too. Kenny Loggins, Diana Ross, Anita Baker. I am all about all of them, Meltzer. I'm in. Go to all that shit. I love it. Um, so that that's definitely the, the best part about Vegas to me. Support for today's Beating the Book podcast comes, as always, from our friends at bookmaker.eu. I have been saying it all season long. I will continue to say it. That bookmaker.eu is an industry leader for close to 30 years. You should know that by now. Pro players consider them a must because they're first to post odds. They take the highest limits. And most importantly, pride themselves on never having kicked out a winning player. That is huge in this day and age. Bookmaker's a high-volume sports book, best suited for not only the sophisticated player who understands sports betting, but also to large recreational players as well. And their motto is where the lines originate because chances are the sports book at which you've been betting all along follows their lines. And right now, if you visit bookmaker.eu slash gill, that's bookmaker.eu slash g-i-l-l, 
you can claim an exclusive 100% welcome bonus of up to $300. Once again, that's bookmaker.eu slash gill, G-I-L-L, to join and claim your welcome bonus of up to $300 right now. Don't miss out. As far as restaurants, let me start. My favorite restaurant in all Las Vegas is still Carbone at Aria. I think it's the best experience. The atmosphere is great. Great food, uh, Italian food. It is top-notch. Veal parm, spicy rigatoni pasta, prosciutto, mozzarella, and melon to die for. If price is no object and you're looking for the best sushi in town, there's an off-strip spot called Kabuto, but it is not for everybody. It will run you at least 200 250 per person. Um, there is that. Uh, if price is no object, there's lots of, lots of great, great food if you want it in Vegas. And the return, Meltzer, of Blue Ribbon ousted from the Cosmopolitan Blue Ribbon coming to Red Rock. I will be making trips. I look forward to it. I actually love Blue Ribbon without the sushi, but, you know, that's just me. I have good taste in food. Uh, the, uh, the restaurant this year that actually brought me to my knees was recommended by you. Um, I had dinner at John George's at Aria. Yes. And I am still weak in the knees on the short rib that I had there. Like, I can't even handle myself. It is and so be, good. Yeah. I will be returning there uh, very soon and hopefully having steak this time because it's, you know, as I, te- as I told you, it's hard for me to go to a steakhouse and not eat steak or difficult for me to do that. And uh, based on your recommendation, I had the, uh, the weak in the knees inducing uh, beautiful short rib and it was fantastic. It, it is really special. If you go to Jean George, the steak is good, but the short rib is spectacular. Yeah, my friend had a, had the filet, which you also recommended. And it was divine. It was really absolutely is. fantastic. And, and if my short rib wasn't as great as it was, I would have been upset, but we had a fantastic meal and another amazing Vegas night where we maybe spent $200 a person and had drinks at Mandarin Oriental, which is now Waldorf Astoria, the beautiful bar up there with a great view, had a great dinner there and drank all night at the Cosmopolitan Chandelier Bar for basically 20 bucks, you know, put into a video poker machine and just drank for hours and hours, and they had a magical Vegas night. What a solid so, night that is! Yeah, you were a large part of one of my most memorable and fun nights of the year. So that that's what uh, delicious dining has to do with everything. Well, you are welcome. Any other dining recommendations? Er, earlier this year, Marco and I actually ventured over to Palms, who are undergoing a ton of renovations, and had some delicious brisket at their new barbecue restaurant. There oh. Called it was phenomenal. Mabel's, yes. Another place that I really enjoyed that I don't know that I'll return to because of the price points uh, bother me, but the burger joint at Palace Station is a brand new burger place called BBD's, Beer, Barbecue, or Beer, Burgers, and Desserts. And the burger was phenomenal. However, a cheeseburger is $21, and I don't go to Palace Station to spend 21 bucks just on a burger. <laughs> uh, but it was delicious. Um, and then, uh, Hattie B's opened over at the Cosmo in their new food court area, which has a ton of small, quick, uh, quick serve restaurants, but Hattie B's, you can get a, uh, such a great call, a hot chicken sandwich and a side for, I think it was 10 or $12, maybe $15. And it was phenomenal. And it might be the best deal at the Cosmopolitan because everything there 
you know, tends to skew to the more expensive and upscale side, this quick serve little area of restaurants, they have Lardo for great pork sandwiches, Pock Pock for, uh, for fried chicken wings, um, and the Hattie B's was phenomenal. So just one word of caution if you go there, it's $5 for a can of soda. And that <laughs> I, I don't really get freaked out by, by prices. I'm, I understand I'm going to the Vegas Strip and prices are more expensive there. But $5 for a goddamn can of soda, they could go shove that right where it won't fit. <laughs> But here's the thing. You need that can of soda because Hattie's fried chicken is spicy enough, if you get it the proper spice, uh, that you need to wash it down. I'm glad you brought that up. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's still only $20 for a meal. So I can't really complain too much. However, I I would uh, rather just go downstairs, put 20 bucks in a video poker machine. And bring my cocktails upstairs. So where the old sports book used to be at the Cosmopolitan, I'm glad Meltzer brought it up, uh, what we would typically call a food court in a mall, they call it an urban food experience, something like that. Uh, and it's the best little shops from different towns. So Lardo's, I want to say, is from, I don't know, Portland. Where, Portland? Yeah, from Portland. There's a, uh, there's a dessert place there that is popular. Um, district from New Orleans. From New Orleans, the district, right? Uh, there's a there's a hand roll place, right, as well, and then there's the uh, the chicken wings. But yes, Hattie's, Hattie B's. Is it Hattie's or Hattie B's? Hattie B's. It's Hattie B's. Hattie B's. You're, you're forgetting the best place of of all of this. So. Oh, I thought Hattie B's was the best. That's from Nashville. Yeah, but you don't. the The best part is Ghost Donkey, the hidden bar that you will not enjoy because you don't enjoy the mezcal and tequila drinks. But it's a phenomenal place that reminded me so much of a little dumpy New York City bar, but obviously classy and fancy because we're in Vegas. Wait, where's Ghost Donkey? That's hidden in the back there? It's hidden in the back behind a, a – It there's a donkey on the door, but it looks like it's a fire emergency. Like, don't press this door. Oh, wow. Otherwise, you're going to set off alarms and stuff. And uh, it, it's amazing. It, it opened after all the restaurants did. Oh, wow. But I had no idea. It is a phenomenal place. Even if you're just looking at, want to go there to look at something different, it's very, very downtown New York City. Very, like, Low East Village. Well, they have a little something like that upstairs, too, at Cosmopolitan. What's the uh, the sort of speakeasy place? Beauty and Essex. Beauty and Essex, which looks like a pawn shop up front, but you open the door to a whole world behind there. My one recommendation about Hattie B's, don't fuck around with the sides. Just go chicken. You'll thank me later. Totally agree. I threw my side away. It was yeah. really sad and disappointing. Yeah. But that chicken sandwich plus you, was just delicious. Yeah, yeah, plus you fill your stomach up with stuff you don't want to really fill your stomach up with. Just go chicken. It's phenomenal. Um, yep. Glad you brought that up. Momofuku across is still good. Great food. The Jidori chicken is my go-to. But they only have it for dinner now, but it's spectacular. That is great as well. So definite shout out on that. What was the one we said beforehand? Oh, we still love to go to Yardbird, we mentioned, for uh, fried chicken. Uh, what did you say before Hattie B's, Mark? BBD over at Palace Station and uh, Mabel's Barbecue over at Palms. Oh, Mabel's. That's the one. So I went opening night with uh, Preston and Slam deal. Uh, it was awesome. That place is great. That barbecue place at the Palms. A reason to go back to the Palms. 
I'm with you on that as well. That that place is great. Marco, you tried that? You'd love it. Yeah, I was I, with Mark. We oh, we yeah. went together. Oh, tried. okay. Oh. Yeah. Shit, the fat, you, it, the brisket you got it. What Mark didn't say is they have two kinds of brisket. They have the normal brisket and they have what they call the fatty brisket. Yeah. Go fatty brisket. Uh, that is more flavorful. Uh, juicy, because uh, brisket can run, you know, the lean brisket can be a little dry if it's not cooked right. Uh, the fatty brisket's the way to go. All right. Um, as my mother said to me many times, Gilly, you love the brisket. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really like the brisket. She's like, you tell me you love it every time. I'm like, no, I've never said that to you once in my life. Uh, she insists I love the brisket. Uh, the brisket is great at Mabel's, that's for sure. Not that my mom's brisket isn't good. I just wasn't into it when I was a kid, if you know what I mean. All right, Marco? Your floor, sir. <laughs> well, uh, we've got uh, some big news. One of our biggest hits that we have ever announced here on the Lifestyle Pod. How many times, Gil, do you get somebody tweet you, hey, I just got to Vegas. We just had dinner at Herbs and Rye. Yep. Thanks for the, you know, the heads up. That was fantastic, blah, blah, blah. Well, Herbs and Rye has a sister property that opened uh, this past, uh, I believe, this summer. And it is called Cleaver. It is on the east side of the Strip, uh, down by where they refer to Restaurant Row on Paradise. And uh, it is a nicer location than Herbs and Rye. Uh, They have the same uh, deal as far as the happy hour steak. The difference is, I guess they got to pay a little more rent there. So uh, at Herbs and Rye, one of the other big parts that made that such a great value is it's you know not enough that it was 50 percent off a steak which was amazing but as most steakhouses do they have you pay a la carte for the side dishes well herbs and rye always included a side the new place cleaver does not so that's where they get you for a couple extra bucks but still you're getting top-notch steaks at half price the place is kind of cool the bar um, if you remember uh, herbs and rice, you know, really dark in there. This is a, a better scene, uh, bigger. Uh, they looks like they the time that I was there with Mark. Uh, they have a stage in the bar where they could have live music as well. And then in the dining room itself, there are some very unique paintings uh, of some famous people in there. But to, just to see them, can't even describe it. You got to check it out. But the steaks were excellent as they were at Herbs and Rice. So that's the new uh, secret location uh, of to tell people about for this year. And the other steakhouse I'm going to bring up, I was um, about a year late getting to the party. Uh, this was open, and it's only reason I've not gone there is my pet peeve of paying for parking in Vegas if you're a local. Um, I just The casinos that charge for parking, just it has a bad taste in my mouth. Trust me, I'm not cheap when it comes to eating or anything else, but to go in and spend money in your casino, gamble and everything else, and then to have, tell them you've got to pay $20 to park uh, without an, some kind of event being there, that just bothers me. But check out at Park MGM Bavettes. Oh, I finally got, yes. I finally got to go there about a month ago uh, before a uh, Golden Knights, or no, before a concert at Park Theater actually, and uh, it was tremendous. And I'll tell you, the steaks were great. The wife didn't get steak. She got this dish, which was braised short ribs over noodles, and it was, uh, let me tell you, I would go back just for that. 
uh, it was that good. I mean, the steaks were excellent, but her dish just was so different. To, uh, add that to your mix. And then if you are a fan of carrot cake, <laughs> the best freaking carrot cake I have ever eaten anywhere. I, I, I'll tell you, seriously. Um, it, it, was, it was out of this world. The waiter sold us on it. I was stuffed. Lori likes uh, carrot cake, but she was stuffed too. Let me tell you, there wasn't anything left. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was it was that good. Uh, check that out. But that's my new my new one for uh, the steakhouses. Um, that of course a tribute to Meltzer's finest tweet ever, where he started one of his tweets by saying, "If you're a fan of diarrhea," and then proceeded to crush some restaurant. <laughs> what restaurant was that? It was not a restaurant. It was El Cortez Casino oh. that delivers White Castle oh, yeah. to the gambling tables while you're playing. I believe they do that um, Labor Day or Memorial Day. Got it. They just uh, yesterday they delivered pie to anybody gambling for the holiday. <laughs> not sure the purpose of that, but whatever. All right, so here's the deal with Park MGM because I'm glad you brought it up, Marco. Park MGM, which used to be Monte Carlo is the spot for great food on the Strip right at this moment. Not only is there Bavette's, Bavette's, which, by the way, has great steaks, though tell them to probably ease up on the char. That's my only recommendation because they do a special charring. I don't prefer it. The bread is out of control. The wedge salad is out of control because I think they throw some ranch up in there. So Bavette's is great. Only problem with Bavette's, much like Urban Ryback in the day, is that you need a fucking flashlight in there because you can't see the damn food in front of you and it the first time i went there i went there with my girl and we couldn't stop laughing it was so dark in there like we just could not stop laughing it's like really like how dark is it in here so that's the only thing i would say about bavettes but the food and is italy has opened up there right that's what i was yep. getting to so that's where you're getting i went to chicago not here i haven't gone yet my my girl's like we got to go to this one because he loved it in Chicago. So Italy, which was the rage in New York City and still is, right? Italy, they opened up in Italy right there at Park MGM. I pretty much go there for lunch every single day. And if I don't go there for lunch, I might double up on dinner too. So Italy is this amazing market with all kinds of foods. Yeah, it, it, it's a little pricey, but it is spectacularly good, healthy foods, uh, fish, meats, pastas. It's just awesome. Have you had the cook-to-order steak yet there? Go to the meat market? No, I have not had that yet, but I've had pretty much everything else. It's ridiculous. The, ste- the steaks in the, the, the case are absolutely amazing. The marbling on those steaks, you actually go to the, you know, to set it up for his, what Gil's saying, you go to the counter, pick your actual steak, and they will cook it for you right there and uh, for a fifteen dollar, you buy the you buy the steak, and then there's a fifteen dollar plate charge, and then you can sit. They have tables everywhere, all around, and uh, they cook it right there. It's it, it's amazing. I don't. I've only been there three times, Gil. So far, obviously, you've been there more. The three times I was there, it's hit or miss on the service. They're not getting the the system down there. It, it's you know almost been a clusterfuck a couple times. Uh, but one time was the day after New Year's, which was just absolutely nuts. And one time I went late in the evening, so I'll give them a pass. Uh, it's been nothing but great for me. I, if you ever want to run into me, I'll be there every day, all day, every day. I can't get enough of Italy. Uh, there's other great spots at Park MGM, too, Primrose for breakfast. Uh, and my new favorite, Best Friend. You familiar with this? Best Friend by Roy Choi. 
popular restaurants, Korean-inspired Korean restaurants in L.A., but they have a best friend by Roy Choi right next to Italy inside. So that's a super cool place. The, uh, the front part of that has a lot of 90s R&B pop culture, which is right down my alley, and they play the jams in there, Mark. And then in the back, there's a full restaurant, which I don't even bother getting to because I like the jams up front so much, and I just eat at the bar. So those are some solid recommendations. And Park MGM, you would not go wrong just hanging out there for those people on the strip. Park MGM, which used to be Monte Carlo. Cool sports bar there, too. Have you gone to the money line? Uh, we do shows. Jay Root and I do shows from there. I have actually not spent any time watching an actual game there. But, yes, a, a cool new sports bar, a sports bar and book, I should say, right there at Park MGM as well. As far as steakhouses are concerned, Marco, I'm disappointed in you because you already tipped me off. It's our eighth annual Vegas Lifestyle Show, and you still have not gone to the most consistently good steakhouse in town, SW at Wynn. What is your problem? I keep waiting for my buddies to say, hey, Marco, let's go. I don't want to go eat by myself. <laughs> I'll go anytime you want. As when my buddies come in from March Madness from D.C., and they still do. They come in twice a year, once for March Madness, one a week in October for football season. But every year, we have the same two restaurant reservations now. Carbone is one night, SW the other, in no particular order. SW is so consistent with steak, and I value consistency, right? And when it comes to steakhouses, don't make it hit or miss from one night to the other. They are super consistent. What are your other favorites? I'm going to go one off of the steakhouse uh, I want to give to you, because you, you talked about Carbones and you like their Italian food. I want to tell you, if you want a, an old-school experience, and I've gone there twice like in the last six weeks, and I've had the same dish both times, and it is the best ever, bone-in Ville Parmesan. Oh! Piero's. Oh, Piero's. Pe- it, people it, should know about Piero's, yeah. This is, this is you know... How long has Piero's been in Vegas? It's been there since I know when I made my first trip to Vegas uh, back in 84. This is a landmark, and I guarantee you that you talk about history of places. Somewhere along the line, somebody was having dinner in this place, and they were discussing a hit on somebody. No doubt. I guarantee it. No doubt. No doubt. But this, uh, you can't go wrong with Italian food, and if you go there... I'm telling you, you, you get the, the bone-in um, dill parmesan, and I've had carbones, and, and it was good. I don't think it holds a candle to uh, Piero's uh, Ville Parm. Well, here's the thing. It's a different experience entirely, right? So if you're looking for the old-time, authentic Vegas experience, and as Marco says, where hits have clearly been planned, part of the movie Casino starring Robert De Niro, was shot inside Piero's. The booth, if you're a fan of that movie, you will recognize the booth at Piero's where a scene was shot. It holds a special place in my heart because it was the first night that I met Bill Krakenberger. We had dinner at Piero's. I've had dinner at Piero's with Roxy Roxborough and Chris Andrews. Uh, So for me, it has a special place in my heart because I really cherish that place because of some memories. And to this day... To this day, you can see Pia Zadora perform at Piero's. And for those who are wondering, who the fuck is Pia (laughs) Zadora? I would have agreed with you with that sentiment, but I happen to know Pia Zadora from when I was a kid, and she was in Jermaine Jackson's Dynamite video. Clearly, I was already behind the Pia Zadora curve then, but she still performs there every weekend (laughs) at Piero's. Mm -hmm. 
and it is it is located adjacent to the Westgate, right? Convention Center Drive. Yeah, Convention Center Drive. So that's a good call, Marco. Good call on uh, Piero's as well. Um, I've actually been upstairs with the owners uh, at Piero's, and they have thousands of pictures of people who have been through the restaurant over the years, right? It's like every celebrity you can imagine from the 70s and 80s. And the only thing I remember from it is they have the names of everybody on all these pictures, like they named it for some reason. And they were showing a picture of, uh, <laughs> it was uh, Mean Joe Green. Was There was a picture of Mean Joe Green, but it was labeled Franco Harris. And I told the owner, I go, and I told the owner, I go, hey, uh, by the way, and you know who is me, little Pisher, to point out this this picture's been on the wall for decades. I go, hey, uh, that that's not Franco Harris, that's actually Mean Joe Green. He looks at the picture, he looks at me, he looks back at the picture, he looks at me, and he goes, eh, who the hell cares? And he keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. Horrible. If you'd have done that 20 years ago, you might have been sleeping with the fish. <laughs> might have been sleeping with the fish. <laughs> eh, who the hell cares? All right, um, which brings us to, and by the way, let me just say this about the restaurant recommendations on this podcast. Through the years, as Marco points out, Urban Rye, the Oyster Bar at Palace Station. We've also recommended uh, the likes of Yardbird for fried chicken over at Venetian. You name the restaurant that we have named on this podcast. And through the years, still to this day, we get people tweeting us about those specific restaurants. And we can't tell you how happy we are to get those because it shows that well beyond our football podcast, well beyond our horse racing or golf or whatever other podcasts I do throughout the year, baseball, that this particular episode has legs like none other. Like the fact that people are still tweeting us about Urban Rye and Yardbird and Oyster Bar. Oyster Bar was so big when we recommended it, after we recommended it, that I had people like Jason Weingarten, who's been on this podcast and who has been on my VEASAN show. We, we, were, we were in a car. He's like recommending Oyster Bar back to me. And I'm like, Jason, you heard that on my podcast. And Preston, who was driving, is like – because Jason was like, uh, no, I didn't. And Preston, who's driving, is like, you told me you heard it on his podcast. Like, right? So, so people even forget where they heard it. So we're, we're happy to have had that impact, at least as far as the restaurants. Uh, the other thing we've obviously had an impact on is – the underbelly of Las Vegas, and without further ado, I think if we've covered all the rest, it's time for Ace's eighth annual underbelly update in Las Vegas. Ace, the floor but is for, yours. Real quickly, I just wanted to add, you didn't ask me about the restaurant. Oh, I'm hey, sorry. Do the restaurant. for the hookers and drugs? I mean, kind of. Kind of. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to say, because I've been on a kick lately, I've been going to Giada's on, on the strip. Oh, really? It's just such perfect yeah I, I, that's just become my spot lately I, like we've been going there like ready to go somewhere else so then we'll be on the strip and i'll see giotis and we're like let's just go there um just because it's like a different experience you could sit like where the window is and yeah. it's great fine dining overlooking the strip or you could sit like where the bar area w- is and it's like you're in a totally different restaurant but it's like hip good looking people i mean it's just a great vibe i've really like really like that place and and if you have if money's not an object or you come out here and you make a score or you have something special to celebrate with with your loved one 
honestly, it is so worth it because I, you know, I've gone to restaurants where to, to so many high end ones, especially when I was gambling at table games, they give you, you know, so many comps. Um, but so many times I, I paid for it and you just, it's nothing worse than, than leaving disappointed. You know what I mean? Like paying a couple hundred dollars for a meal, going in with the expectation. I have no problem doing it, but I expect to be, you know, fulfilled completely and then leaving and being like we got to stop it in and out because i'm still hungry and that's oh we've all had that experience experience. yeah Yeah. there's nothing worse than that but joel robuchon at if i hope i'm pronouncing it you know correctly because i'm close to illiterate probably um (laughs) at mgm grand it's our only like three michelin star two or three michelin star restaurant here in las vegas and uh i went once it was you know special uh occasion and it was like it satisfied every expectation the elegance the ambiance the class the just the way they serve the way they take care of you the food the presentation everything you're going to pay top dollar but at least you're going to leave there and say okay this is if i'm going to pay you know a thousand dollars for two people without drinks like this is what it should be like you know what i'm saying people that pay that kind of money this is why they do it for this experience it kind of makes sense if it, you know to celebrate it that way I, and nothing worse like i said to spend that money and be like that was terrible mm. giada's a great call I'm i went just there, throwing I, that out there i went to giada's it's opening week i have not been back since but it was great then i don't know why i haven't been back but it was awesome joe rubishon i'm telling you it's the yeah, Joe Rubichon I went to once. I remember it being stupid expensive, and I made the mistake of letting somebody tell me what to order, so that was a mistake, but I should give it another try. You should. You yeah. Should. Uh, by the way, steakhouses, I don't know if any of us have ever gone. I have never gone, and I work there. Michael's at South Point. Marco, have you ever been there? I have. I went uh, once uh, for my birthday, and uh, <clears throat> funny story for that, I you know how you get comps playing poker or whatever? I went uh, and I had a few hours, and I went to the desk to get my cop voucher, you know, to go to. Uh, and goes, the guy goes, "Where are you going?" And he says, "You got thirty-five dollars in comps from poker playing." I said, "Okay, yeah, just put that." And I said, "I'm going to Michael's." And he goes, "Well, that'll get you a baked potato." <laughs> That's right. I told. I told. It was fab. Yeah. It was fabulous when you get there. At least when I went there. Like, Lori's going, what the fuck? There was a bowl of fruit on the table. I mean, a big bowl of fruit for, like, a family. Uh, sitting there is the centerpiece of the table when you sat down. And you've got about four people working your table. The, you know, the, the waiter, a couple busboys. Um, your glass, you take a sip of water, and your glass gets, you know, a quarter of the way down. Somebody's there filling it up. It was an incredible experience. It is expensive, not as expensive as the place that uh, Ace just talked about, but it is a phenomenal meal, and it's been uh, a staple here in Vegas uh, for a very, very long time. Um, Michael's, I believe, carried over from um, its days. uh, It's wasn't it? It um, yes. What you're, what you're saying is correct. In Barbary other, Coast, the old Barbary Coast. Well, Michael Gone. They brought it from. Yeah, Michael Gone when he made the trade to get the South Point Hotel, which at the time was called the South Coast. The stipulation was you have to leave Michaels in there when I okay. take over the property. Yeah, so uh, that's how much it meant to him. Uh, but as Chris Andrews told me, he goes, "If you're going there, bring two wallets." You know, bring two wallets if you're going to uh, <laughs> to uh, Michael's. All right, Ace, you ready to do this? I'm all over it, brother. All right, what's new 
in actionable information for late night activities in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Well, listen, I, so we're not repeating the same stuff over and over, and people look forward to the next year. Uh, rather than go over the strip clubs, the don't waste your money if what you're really trying to do is get laid type, we, we covered all that. We covered how to do it cheaply, how to up, go upscale and all that. We, we covered different sites to find escorts, porn stars, whatever you want. We've done all that over the last three or four years. So I highly recommend going back and listening because none of that's changed. If you're coming out here, you know, for a, for a little fun that way. Um, but, but what I want to discuss is something I'm seeing starting to evolve in that industry and, and taking over. And I don't understand how this generation's allowing that to happen. And it's kind of like I'm seeing, you know, I feel, I feel like an old person that's like, wow, the world's going to shit. And it is and when you see it like that. I mean, if you look on social media now, the, the, and believe, please, I hope any woman that's in that industry doesn't take it the wrong way. I have the utmost respect for them. Um, what they do is awesome. They provide a service. It's, it's an agreement between adults. Um, you know what I mean? It's a, ben, it's a mutual beneficial arrangement. Uh, so I have no problem with it. What I do have a problem with, and it's not even their fault. It's the fault of the jerk-offs that are allowing this to happen. I'd do it too if I was them. But all of a sudden, I'm starting to see luxury companion, luxury provider, it, girlfriend experience. You don't go to a hooker for a girlfriend experience, number one. That's not going to happen. I mean, it, that, it's like... It, you go to like your girlfriend for a hooker experience. You don't go to the hooker for the girlfriend experience. That makes no sense. Number one. I mean, uh, seriously, dude, I, if you need your ego stroked to have to pay someone a couple thousand dollars to sit across from you and act like they give a fuck about what you're saying or, 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 or stroking you about how great you are. So then they could get their money, finish their job, go off and tell the next dude and the next dude and the next dude, and you and your mind have created this great love story that, that doesn't exist. Uh, it just don't make sense to me. And, and you see it's, it's, they're charging like $10,000 to stay like a night. Like that's a big deal. She'll stay the night, but you got to give her like six hours of sleep and uh, meals and you got to pay for all this and all that. And to me, honestly, dude, all bullshit aside, it's not even the money, because unfortunately, I've been betting since I was a child, and I lost respect for money when I was real young, and if I didn't have someone that held on to my money, I'd be broke every other week. I mean, I have no value for it. I admit that. My, I know where I'm flawed, and I found people that are strong to stop that from happening, uh, but to make a long story short, so it, it has nothing to do with, with cheapness or anything, but it's what are you searching for, dude? What do you look, what need do you need fulfilled that you're willing to pay a prostitute. It not, it's not a normal chick. It's, that's, this is what she does. And, and you're going to pay her thousands of dollars to come there and act like she's your girlfriend. You know what, Ace? Didn't, we, for, didn't, didn't you talk about this last year on the show, the girlfriend experience? You yes, but you don't understand. Now it's gotten to the luxury companion. Oh. That was like, girlfriend experience got you open the door. I to see. To now, it's fly me around the world. Oh. To, have you seen it? Oh, no. To, they, they have lit lists of the gifts they want, the Gucci bags, the, oh. the, the Louboutin shoes, the, all this shit. And dudes are eating this up oh, and man. actually paying for it. Because I know these girls ain't hiring, you know, 
private jets so they could take a picture by themselves. I know they're not buying six pairs of Gucci shoes on their own, and but they're taking pictures that he, and putting them out there. Like, it just, honestly, like, I just, I need this, like, this is like a public service announcement to the young people that are listening. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, dude? So like, wait, change let me, your course. Wait, let me the get this right. Experience, that's why. It's what opened the door for this. Back in the day, bro, I'm sorry. Like, a, 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 a sex worker was a sex worker. That's what she provided. That's, what, that's it. Okay. That's it. She All wasn't right. supposed to be your psychologist. She wasn't supposed to be your girlfriend. She, none of those things. So the girlfriend... What has shifted in our society that all of a sudden, all over social media, and half these chicks are ugly. That's the fucking crazy part. Okay. Like, I could see if it was, like, total dimes. But half of them are just... Sell- <laughs> and, and to me, it's... We've allowed like the, the we've allowed this to happen, and it's going to get to a point. I don't know how they're even going to how you could even come back from this now. You're saying the girlfriend experience was a gateway drug to this luxury thing, and oh, forget and, it! It opened the door. And dude. so, and so you, these I don't girls, think you know how big it is, Gil. No, I All don't. All you have to do is, <laughs> is follow one of them. Follow one on Twitter, just one. All right, give us one account and to follow. See, give us one account where to it takes you. Give us one. see where it takes. Seriously, you will be so surprised, dude. I was shocked, and, and to me, you know, like, that stuff never phases me. Okay, so you on, you, on your Twitter, post an account that we can follow, because this is interesting. So wait a minute. So they list, these girls list a series of expensive gifts, and guys get off on buying it for them? Absolutely. In fact, there is a whole subculture. I found this out while I was... I told you, I've been sitting on this for 10 months, losing my mind. I found out about this like a year ago, <laughs> that there's actually dudes who just, this is what they do. These chicks just take their money. This makes that no they sense. They actually, that you pay them to call you a piece of shit, like to just like, no lie. Like, it isn't like S&M. It's like S&M for your mind. As in, like, they'll call you and tell you what a scumbag piece of shit you are, and you need to empty your fucking wallet tonight. I want you to, to, to send me, Western Union, $100. And, like, he's getting off. He's jerking off hearing how he's got to send her this money. What? That's fucking crazy to me. What? Like, there is, honestly, tons of them out there that they don't, it's not even providing sex anymore. It's not, they don't even have to. Now, you could just Skype. You, I mean, it's gone to way out of bounds to what I grew up in. To like, I'm starting to see stuff. Honestly, I can't even understand. Like, who green lighted this? That <laughs> who green lighted it? That, yeah, that it's okay. <laughs> that you're just that, some dudes are that sick that uh. they want a chick to just sit there and insult them and take their money without providing anything for them except humiliation. Like, I guess that there's something wrong with you mentally, but what happened was then your normal trick hookers. You know what I mean? The ones that we're just the ones we love. Let's put it that way. Sure, sure. Are, are, are they're, they're picking some of these things up, and all of a sudden, it, the whole, it's all starting to change. Oh, I, I see. You're worried people are getting ideas. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you're, you're starting to see dudes getting robbed, dudes getting hustled, dudes fucking sending money over through the Internet, sending money you know, to like deposits. They want deposits. They want air flights and rooms and all that up front. Like, it's a big scam on the internet, dude. Half I, of these I gotta tell you, are fake. I gotta tell you, mo- most of these times with our annual Vegas Lifestyle show, 
I react either uncomfortably to what you're saying or I'm just ashamed, I'm embarrassed, whatever it is. This one, I'm kind of just, my face is contorted into like, what the? I'm telling you, that's why I, I said this is going to be different. I don't want to disappoint, but I, this is a great chance to talk about it because when you come here, that's what you're going to find. Like, I'm telling you, if you search online before here, that's what you're going to find. Like, the, the sure, you're going to find, the, like I said, the freelancers, the young girls that just got off the bus that don't know what they're doing yet. Sure. There's thousands of them around here. Oh, what sure. I'm talking about is if you try to plan it, if you try to organize it now and, and look ahead, you're in for a, a very long ride, dude. It isn't as easy as it was before. And like I said, the GFE opened that door, the GFE. and now it's just snowballed, Gil. So many half accounts are fake with fake pictures, fake stories, selling this, this fantasy either over the phone or over internet and then convincing dudes to send them money so they could meet and all and it happens over and over and over again. How many people could really be doing this? Like how many how many dudes would really like enjoy this? This this, this Oh, you have no to have to see that many online it's got to be a lot there's a whole industry of it you see now it's a psc not a gfe there's the porn star experience dude and they, the girls that are triple x i hate calling them porn stars they're, they're adult film fucking whatever yeah they, stars, they do really. it's, it's funny you mention that because they do and I've, i stayed at the hard rock for years and practically lived there so i was uh, there during many a convention they really do fashion themselves as big time celebrities don't they yeah that that yeah. to me makes me Right. Really, dude. Really, yeah, yeah, and and you see that, you know, and, and now that's that's the thing where though you saw her on film, so wow. Before I just was able to jerk off to her, now I could actually touch her. Okay, I'll pay whatever. Why do I do this show over here? It's great if that's what you want to do, dude. More power to you, and it is what it is. But be very cautious what's online. Like that, that is the most important thing about this entire rant is. Don't get suckered before you come out here. Because if you go looking for it prior to coming to Las Vegas, the chances of you getting ripped off, or worse, not getting ripped off, but getting it being, there's nothing worse than being disappointed than having such anticipation about something that's going to happen that never does. To me, that's even worse than getting ripped off. Uh, and so, I mean, you're better off getting here and then seeing for your own eyes and hearing it from the person's mouth than setting it all up online. Because all that GFE experience, porn star experience, all those uh, social media, dude, they got tens of thousands of followers, dude. Yeah. As opposed to a pre-planned trick roll is what you're saying, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Because those are set up as businesses, man. I mean, a lot of them are run that way. See how hiply I use that term, trick rolling? I used it properly in a sentence. I'm very proud of myself. And, yeah, and then the, honestly, dude, I just wanted it because I, I'm seeing. I'll, I'll forward to you, so you see, I'm seeing it everywhere, Gil. And it's you're starting to no, see it because yeah, I'm out no, at night. Dude. Please, please don't and, forward and it to me. I used to, yes. uh, dude, girls, I used to mess up. <laughs> like, Gil, you know, what I mean, I'm always out at night a yeah. lot of times. Not, not not as much anymore. <laughs> and so I, I know a lot. I was actually I was going to maybe next year to bring a, a girl from the night 
on on to talk with us. I think that would be a great idea. That would be that would be interesting. When we do this, yes. Yeah, when we do this segment, I think uh, that would be. I mean, to hear it from their mouth, I think that would be the best. And and there's a couple girls I know that would definitely come on right. uh, and be 100 percent honest. Is, listen, this is a reputable prod- podcast. I've actually had a true adult film star on this podcast. Yeah, I know before. that's what yeah. I'm saying, and I'll bring you a, 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 a hooker. You know, I mean, a real hooker, dude. No, you're not. But in all seriousness, those girls, because I do talk to them, and they, they when you're a gambler and you're in that life, you're, you meet people that are in that life. Um, and I'm telling you, girls I used to joke around with that were like, you know, they charge the $200 blowjob or the three, four, $500 to, to go upstairs, get laid type shit, are saying like $1,000 to, you know, hang out, talk, take me to dinner, that dudes are giving them that and then you could negotiate something further because the girlfriend experience blossomed into thinking it's a girlfriend experience man and because i i don't think i was adamant enough last year to shut that door look what happened i, I almost <laughs> what, feel responsible what, what do you mean oh because you you feel like you've spawned this industry is that what's happening i i didn't i didn't push it i didn't like get everyone out there activists to stop it you know, I should have pushed last year. Okay. The, like, hashtag anti-GFE, baby. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, All right. It wasn't pushed. <laughs> well, and For me, I'm fine, but I'm old. I'm talking to you younger dudes. I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad. What a mensch you are. What a mitzvah this was. You know, I, I typically learn something, but this is not news to me, so. Oh, really? See? Nelson, <laughs> was, see? Thank you. Can you. Can you please elaborate, Mark? I uh, might have uh, texted Gil a link that he can look at. Just now? Yeah. Oh, let me see. Thank you, sir. I wish, could you two stop texting Are me? Are you sh- appalled, Mark? Are you appalled? No, I don't care. People get their, people have their own things that make them happy. God bless. Have a good time. Do whatever you want. Jeez. Not my money. Not my life. Listen, both of you, stop texting me stuff that people are going to like oversee <laughs> on my phone and be like, oh, look what Gil's into. going to be like, yeah. yeah, please. Ace, you have provided us with uh, a great editorial. We all take it into account. Don't fall for the porn star experience. Thanks for having me. Oh, as always. Thanks. Uh, something in there for everybody. Vegas Lifestyle. Eighth annual Vegas Lifestyle. A man's guide to Sin City. Sports, food, other stuff, if you will. Uh, hope that something in there helps you. And uh, tweet us about it when you come into town and you try it out. And if you enjoy it, we'd love to hear about it. For Marco D'Angelo, Ace, and Mark Meltzer from The Edge blog and other websites, how often are you writing stuff these days? I write about two or three things uh, a day. You can find my sports betting stuff over at thelines.com and Play USA and Play Nevada. Um, you can find my Vegas stuff at Travel Vegas and Travel Zork. And uh, you can find me on Twitter over at Melts Vegas. Edge Vegas. Uh, when you say thelines.com, is that associated with Matt Brown? Is that his deal? He works for the same company. Okay, perfect. Matt Brown yes. has a podcast for, for them. He does, and yeah. that is the Lines podcast. He does a great job of like industry-related things with uh, sports betting legalization, so I definitely recommend uh, that you follow his stuff as well. A real, for sure. A real spot that like people in the industry to keep up actually uh, uses a resource to uh, make sure they're on their P's and Q's with that kind of stuff. All right, Meltzer, appreciate it. Enjoy. Vegas, still, even despite sports betting legalization in other jurisdictions, the place to be. Thank you so much for listening. Use all the information with caution.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 